Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again where we wonder if we'll answer the age-old question, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Stick around and find out with the Brew Time Guys, where three buds enjoy a conversation over some brewskis. Now, here are your hosts, Chris, Jim, and Cam. What the fuck was that? Cam. Yo, Cam, 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 Cam. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's funnier than a dead baby? Oh, Jesus, here we go again. What? A dead baby in a clown costume. Lord have mercy. Cam, Cam, hey, Cam. Is it a dead baby joke? Hey, Cam. What? What has has more brains than a dead baby? Uh, Literally anything. The wall behind it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Hey, Cam, hey, Cam. What? How many dead babies does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. I, don't know I got what. 20 in my basement and it's still dark down there. <laughs> Lord hey, have hey, mercy hey, on my soul. Hey, Cam, Yo. how do you make a dead baby float? One glass of root beer and two scoops of dead baby. <laughs> Hi, Cam. Welcome. How are you today, buddy? Jesus Christ, Jim. <laughs> So anyways, um, about that intro, I'm not going to lie. I thought uh, Cam's mom joke was coming. <laughs> Did you? Did you? Yo, I'm not going to lie. I 110% was waiting for that Cam's mom right there. At the, mom. Uh, I got a confession. I don't know. I got a confession. Yeah, 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 what's up? I totally tried to find your mom on Facebook so I could try to plan something special. <laughs> I did not have any luck, so. Uh, I, I, I could hook you up. Oh, dude, dude! I will. Do, I will, do you I will, really want? I, do you really want that though? What would you I think do? it would be so funny? What I think it would be so if funny I, if I surprise you with your mom on the podcast. Dude, I would laugh. I'm not gonna lie. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> I, I would honestly laugh so hard if if you guys ended up bringing my mom on here as a special guest. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Screw I'm you guys. Capable, I'm capable of a lot. I know you are. What's up? <laughs> so can yes. What do you like? The white kitty. The orange kitty or the black kitty? Um, or do you like the uh, butterfly? That's yo. I'm not gonna lie. I like the. Uh, I, Are you pointing at your nipples? I like, is that what I like Siamese. At? I like Siamese cats. This cat's eye is right at my nipple. I like. Oh, okay. I choose that one. I but choose I that see. One. The, I see the black and white immediately on your nipple too. Maybe it's on your nipple. Okay. I... No, that's more like his ear. Oh, okay. Um question for you guys that um what is actually i'll i'll wait i'll wait um because it's it's kind of it's kind of a question that should be saved for a little bit later for today um especially coming up Uh, kind of it could be probably is it involves comebacks i are disappoint (laughs) So yeah, how, yeah, how's, yeah. how's your guys' week been? Went way longer than I wanted it to. I are disappoint. No, your sentence. You said it involves comebacks, and I said that sentence went way longer than I wanted it to. Hmm. Usually, my comebacks usually take about five seconds. Tops. Usually, mine you can wipe off of your mom's teeth. Hi, yo, hey yo. Inappropriate mom joke. Dang girl. Yeah. So how's your guys' week been? Uh, better than this dead baby here. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. See, I saw a dead baby ghost. Upon reflection, it may have been a handkerchief. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Hold on. I think it's still... He, he's You'll get to about, it, Cam. He, he's, talking, he's talking about sperm, y'all. No, yeah. he's not. Oh. Although, I'm going to surprise you guys. I uh, finally put together my thing that we talked about that we were going to build and have judged. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Just, Oh, look at that. Oh, what? I just kept it simple. It's a one-time disposable use. You get enough lube in there. It'll disintegrate and it just kind of works its way when you're done. Yeah. Well, too, uh, you know, I got mine, but you know, I mean, I have mine. <laughs> Why is it so big? What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry. My, my, my Pringle cans in the other room. My my marker cap works very well. Nice. Anyways, uh, anywho, uh-oh. any hoosers. Um. <laughs> anyway, person. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I, Chris, I think I hear somebody coming to the door. You do? Why? <laughs> who could it be? <laughs> Why? There's somebody at our back door. <laughs> Let's answer the door, Chris. It's, it's not very often. By golly! Door. <laughs> ah, Cam's at your back door. I'll go answer the front door. And who is it? It's our favorite person. It's Cam's Ruffles! <laughs> Let's go! Hi, Ruffles! <laughs> Ruffles. Oh. Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to Wait a second. Should I change my voice? Is this, is this better? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I think I just finished. <laughs> yeah, I'm How not are lie. you? I, oh, I love seeing your reactions. <laughs> I love seeing your reactions to the beginning of this podcast. I'm I doing great. Because I didn't want to be embarrassed too much. <laughs> <laughs> it was I funny. It was good. It was a good one. But hi, guys. Hi, everybody. How? How? Hi. How, 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 how are y'all doing? We are great. How are you? Mm-hmm. Good. Speak for yourself, Good. Jim. I'm doing great, Ruffles. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's off in thought over there. No, no just... Jim's, Jim's thinking about when he's going to mute me. No, I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck. Uh, you've already been d- <laughs> done muted, I'm sh- pretty sure. Oh, no. it happens to the best of us. As soon as you entered the room. I'm still waiting to meet the best of you. <sighs> yeah, it'll probably never happen. <laughs> um, anyways, now that we finally introduced Ruffles to the stream, um, I did have a, I had a question that I wanted to ask you guys. Um, what is the best comeback that your kid, whether it was your kid, uh, Ruffles, you don't have any kids, right? Mm-mm. Correct? Okay, Correct. so your kids or your niece, nephew, or whatever um has ever got you with that's personal you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) well i it came up today because uh i was in a conversation with somebody else and the thought the thought of it um i had i had to send it to them because it just cracks me up every time i think of it because it's something that i was always saying back on call of duty and um yeah, so I, I just wanted to I, I wanted to hear what you guys 
have I ever think, experienced. So your I think kids, my two favorites, my two favorites, not the best, but my two favorites. From what your son, kids have said. Right. My two favorites okay. from my son are Nobody Fucking Cares. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was Cam's Better. So No, no shot he ever said that to you. Seriously? Yeah. Dude, he's my kid. Of course he's got my sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My kids what? know how to talk some shit. That's funny, Chris. What about you? Have your have your I, kids ever hit you with some sh- good shit talking? Uh, you know, to be honest, I don't think they really ever have. And if they have, I don't remember what it is. Hmm. <clears throat> good talk. I, I just, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I has two kids, right? It used to be three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> used to be three until he talked back and had to come back. Ah. <laughs> What about you, Ruffles? You'll never find. Have me. you ever had? Have you ever had a kid that's, you know, in your family or something that's ever hit you with a good comeback? Actually, talking shit to them and actually, like, oh it's damn, really kind of funny. We really don't have many children in my family, and everybody really? that like I'm friends with that have kids, they've like they don't come around that much. So, oh okay, uh, yeah. So so what is, I I guess to form the question towards your to, for you to be able to answer it what is the best comeback somebody's ever hit you with where you're you're just like oh damn like i'm not even mad that's a good one um nothing that's memorable nothing that's memorable wow okay. uh uh-uh, that i so, can really the reason i ask and jim actually hit it right almost right on the head of the nail right uh earlier earlier in the stream uh earlier in the podcast um i was talking talking shit to my daughter probably about six months ago and yeah exactly and you know i want them to be able to go to school and handle the shit talking from all the middle schoolers well my (laughs) daughter went dead silent for about 30 seconds and i was like yeah that's right you got no comebacks like let's go dead ass looks me in the face and goes if i wanted a good comeback i would have wiped it off your mom's lip Uh, what swear she's 13 years old she was 12 at the time and i looked at her and i go i'm not even mad that was awesome that was freaking good you hit even mad bro yeah not even mad that was a good one i explained to her i was like I know you probably don't know what that means, but <laughs> I was saying that to people in Call of Duty when I was your age, and whoo, did it ruffle wow. some feathers. Yo, I want to hit you with one more because I just saw one and it almost made me fold over. One last one for the day. Okay? Mm-hmm. What's worse than 18 dead babies in a bucket? 19 one baby in 18 buckets <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> oh my god I myself the door <laughs> well bye jim well if you want back in just ring the doorbell <laughs> yeah, the fbi is currently listening to uh all of jim's phone calls at this moment ha jokes on them i don't talk on the phone i like text <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it happens so they're reading all your tests. <laughs> I, uh, I do a, it's usually a weekly top five 
How do you feel about that? You want to sit in on the top five this week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that question. <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> I can postpone the top five as well. I don't care. So, you do. You do whatever. I'm just here. Well, so typically what we do is we do the uh, the top five. It's kind of I, I couldn't I couldn't decide if I wanted to do like the top five things you shouldn't Google top five of the most horrific things you could see. So I just made it a general top five. It's a top five generalization of the fucked up world of the internet and things that you can find and things you can do. So this week's top five I'm doing are going to be the top five crimes that have been caught on live TV. Mm -hmm. Jim's top five. And it has a really stupid intro for it too, if you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Bring it on. Hey. How about you shut the fuck up and listen? There's some weird shit on the internet. Some gross shit. Some stuff you don't want to hear. Let's go into it together. Let's have some fun. (laughs) (laughs) The intro was just a temporary thing that I was going to work on. But it just kind of stuck around. (laughs) I love it. It just sounds so fucking stupid every time. That was dumb, but great. Because it's so stupid and then it goes into dark ass shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, how about you shut the fuck up and listen? (laughs) Right? So we're going to go with number five today. And this isn't like the top. This is just Jim's five picks. And these are all things that you can watch on the internet. Go out there and watch them if you want. So uh, you guys familiar with the Kill Dozer? I am not. No. That one was always one of my favorite ones. I watched <clears throat> I watched that one live as it happened. And I got to look. His name is Marvin Hemeyer. He uh, had a dispute with the city. So what he decided to do is he decided he was going to solve this problem. He built himself a kill dozer. So he bought a bulldozer and he reinforced it. Like I mean, a bulldozer is already made of steel. But he reinforced it with concrete, more steel, concrete, and he had like little holes in there where he could shoot out of. And he just drove through the city and started demolishing everything he could. Where was this? Uh, I can't remember if it was in Texas or Colorado, to be honest. But the video is all online. You can watch him do it. He ran over police cars. He ran over, he crushed buildings. Holy and shit. it wasn't until he ran through a hardware store that had a basement that he kind of got stuck. He couldn't go anywhere any further. And that's when he decided to blow his brains off right there. So you can watch that video. That's a fun one. My God. Number four or number two. We're working it. I like the, uh, the North Hollywood shootout. I don't know if anybody remembers that from 1997. By the way, guys. that was Colorado. It was Colorado, wasn't it? It was. Uh, the North Hollywood shootout, two guys armed to the teeth and body armor and fully automatic weapons went and robbed some banks in Hollywood. And at the time, the president had assault weapons bans across the country, so police mm-hmm. didn't even have any of those to defend themselves. And these guys went through thousands and thousands of rounds on live TV, shooting at, at cops, just fucking up the whole city. And it got to a point where police had to go into pawn shops and steal guns from pawn shops to try to fight these guys and Jeez. try to go after those cars. Damn. Crazy to watch. 
very intense. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that was in Hollywood. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You look like you had a question about where it was at. That oh, that's exactly hence, Hollywood. Hence, hence, North Hollywood oh, shootout. That's yeah, what I was sorry, gonna say. It's Hollywood. And yeah, I have my I have my mic on mute and I have my heater on. So you know, nice. I'm trying to trying to get a little warm in here. Yeah, you uh, you you go ahead and get warmed up, Cammy. We need you nice and pussy. So, <laughs> uh, got him. Got three, him. Hit him one more time. Number three on the list. I went with uh, Jodon. That's J O D O N F Romero. I actually remember watching this one live too. Uh, Fox News was airing a high speed chase because this guy had, I don't know, he had gotten a bunch of problems with his family. And I don't know if he actually killed somebody in his family, but he's on a high speed chase. They were chasing him. Was this in California? Too? Uh, Arizona. Oh, Arizona. I remember a similar one that happened in California, I believe. Um, well, you might be thinking of the same one, but like uh, he gets out of the vehicle and he takes off running into the the field off to the side. And just then Shepard Smith, the reporter for Fox News, starts screaming, cut away, cut away, cut away. He knew what was going to happen. And right there on live TV, he runs out there, just blows his brains out and drops. And like the news reporters, he's just in there yelling, I said, cut away. So that was out there. You can watch that one. No, I didn't. That's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of uh, the the high speed chase that was in California that they ended up getting into a really bad accident. Like on live TV. Yeah. It happened. It I would say it happened probably like ten years ago, that one. But well, my next one. Okay, this one bothers me a bit mm-hmm. because this one received very little news coverage when it happened, and it was only a few years ago. But it's the 2019 Jersey City shootout. I don't remember the entire story of what happened. All I know is it took place at a jewish kosher uh deli or a grocery store but grocery store yeah watching that unfold live looked like a fucking war zone like cops were just hidden a block away and all you could hear was machine gun fire over and over and it's damn like, it was it was scary as hell and then tons of dead bodies all over and then that was the last you ever heard about it but you can watch the videos of that it's intense yeah, I don't even remember hearing about that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that one was nuts. Yeah, they say here that their van was later to uh, later found to contain a live pipe bomb. Yep. And it would uh, had the capacity to kill or injure people up to 500 yards away. Yeah, that one was nuts. And then the last one on the list this week. Uh, news reporter, the murder of OJ. Ali- oh, no no i'm not gonna go with oj that's cliche uh the murder of allison parker and adam ward yes i saw that that one was so sad Uh, like yeah especially when her father was watching it too and like he's that's the one that was in arizona uh uh, virginia yeah because it was a disgruntled employee from the the news the place that they they fired him or whatever well, and the thing that okay. made it even worse was he was live streaming it on his Facebook when mm-hmm. he did it. Yep. So, like, people knew in advance what was about to happen. But she's sitting here. She had her, like Ruffle said, she had her dad watching because this was a special story she was so happy to do. Mm-hmm. And it was the morning news, like, five in the morning. And out of nowhere, this guy who was a disgruntled employee walks up. And, like, it, 
her cameraman caught it. He caught it because he was live streaming it. But he walks up and just shoots her dead and then turns and shoots her cameraman dead. Yeah. All because he was fired from that news station for being a pretty much a fucking psychopath. Because he's a psychopath. Um, yeah, 100%. I'm actually surprised that the um um the pizza delivery guy didn't make your list from erie pennsylvania yeah the thing is like i there's a reason why that one didn't make my list and that's actually kind of a personal reason because you're talking about the bomb around the guy's neck Mm -hmm. yeah so that was interesting because around that time my dad my dad was a uh, bomb squad commander Mm. and around that time he was actually out that way doing seminars for bomb squad stuff and i remember him calling us and telling us about it being on tv and as he's working they were all like they had thousands of minds on this at once trying to figure out how this guy could be whatever yeah but that I, I, I followed that all throughout America's Most Wanted when they investigated it. It's crazy. It was crazy. That was crazy. I'm like I said, I'm surprised that didn't make your list. That was probably one of the craziest things I've seen happen on TV. That was live have, television. It would have made my list if it wasn't for what Netflix did to it. The net there's a, there's well a Netflix documentary on it. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the the movie that they made about it um, with Jesse Eisenberg um did they really yeah they did a movie it was like a it was kind of like a it was a a mild comedy about it but it was also like serious at the same time but yeah they did a um let me see let me that's if you know anything about that story how crazy that story went is insane hold on i'll tell you what it's um yeah it's just it's basically it's exactly the everything that happened from the story perspective of whoever was involved with it um and then they made it into like a uh hollywood movie and it had jesse eisenberg in it i forgot what it was called but yeah it's uh it's fucked up it's fucked up well i mean it's a fucked up story but then like jesse eisenberg wow yeah he like played um hold on i'm trying to see what the name of it was you guys ever notice that whenever they do movies like based on 30 life, 30 minutes plays them? 30 minutes or less is what it was called i heard of that movie i did not know that that's that's what it is yeah so it's basically uh it's got aziz ansari in it danny mcbride and nick swartzen it's all it's it's supposed to be kind of like a it's like a it's like a spoof movie which is it's kind of fucked up because it really happened it's a real life but it's everything from him being um from him being like kidnapped and the bomb strapped to his his chest and then going out and doing all the robberies and then blowing up at the end like it's throughout that whole movie well and the thing is like when netflix made the documentary it really surprised me about how many people did not know that story yeah yeah watching that live like this is the most scary thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was crazy. It was definitely crazy. And then also I was I was surprised that you didn't talk about the the DC snipers as well, because that was also covered live on TV. Mm-hmm. They were like sniping people out of uh, their vehicles and stuff because nobody knew where they were. Right. But 
that wasn't a whole lot that you saw live happen. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, yeah. I guess that that makes sense, but yeah, it but still like, was fucked up. Although interesting side note to that, if you're interested, I had a really good podcast that I listened on the entire DC Sniper story, and they uh, interviewed interviewed uh, the survivor, not the survivor, the the young guy Lee Malvo. Because mm-hmm. the other one's already been put to death, I believe. Yeah. So uh, maybe you guys can answer. This. What was the one in Arizona that I was thinking of? Of the uh, was it a congresswoman that got shot or whatever? Gabriel like on Gifford. the steps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Gabriel Gifford. Because she because she ended up dying too, right? Yeah, but I don't oh. think that was uh, no no. Did. She got injured. Uh, she didn't die. She got injured, she's still, but she's still a congressman. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's fine. But it's like really weird because like you think of all the conspiracies behind like um, the government and Congress and stuff like that lady back uh, I think in New Jersey or New York just within the last couple of years her son and husband just got killed. Um, oh, I can't think of her name. Um, but they were they were there to kill her or it was a judge. It was a judge. They were there to kill her, and they killed her husband and, and the kid. son. Yes. Yeah. It was like, uh, it happened, I want to say, like, three years ago, maybe? Two to three years ago? Yeah, it, was it was, like, right recent. before... Yeah, it was right before the pandemic. I, I remember that, but it was really fucked up. By the way, that Gabriel Giffords mm-hmm. is uh, apparently a relative of Gwyneth Paltrow. Wow. Hmm. A little side Interesting note. Second fact. cousin, but, you know. Nice. <clears throat> I was just kind of looking at up her information and yeah, you know, I, across. I have a, a a fun question for you guys. Mm. Oh, so, I hope it's fun. I like fun. Let's 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 play a hypothetical pretend fun game here. Mm-hmm. What if we were all individual serial killers? Like, what would what would your serial <laughs> killer name be? What would you be known for? I had this conversation with Cam. I think it was the other day, and I said Cam would be the the sensitive killer. He inspires and motivates you to commit suicide. <laughs> so he would be like Doctor Chavorkian. Yeah, because apparently Dr. I'm like Kevorkian. apparently I'm super sensitive. Nice. Just because I care about people's feelings, dude. That would be, care, but that that's people, what Cam would be. He feel. would be Doctor. Is it Doctor Chavorkian or Zavorkian? Kevorkian. Yeah, that's who Cam would be because he didn't really kill anybody. He just told people to kill themselves and assisted them in suicide. <laughs> So that would be Cam. I agree with that. Cam, I love Cam's look right now. He's just like, really? He's disgusted. But the thing is, like, I well, I mean, surprise you all. And he, no, I mean, like, so here, here's the thing. So, like, <clears throat> you got. So here's here's my thing. Is that I I'm always being called sensitive because I care about other people's feelings because I care like I I, isn't that I get what deeper, sensitivity is well no he's well, empath- he's an empath I'm, I I'm empathetic over mm-hmm. other people you have empathy um and nobody's saying anything exactly. bad about it so well I mean y'all shit on me all the time over it no we that, don't uh, no. y'all shit on y'all shit on me all the time y'all joke about it all the damn time let's not let's let's not Okay, let's yeah, put it like hold on, hold on. Let's put ourselves in Cam's shoes right now, okay? Yeah. How would we feel if we were being picked on for being sensitive? I am sensitive. I'm more sensitive than any of you bastards. <laughs> I mean I just show it here. Better. So so here's the thing, is that like 
I so I enjoy like the deep talks. I I get into the personal talks and all that kind of stuff. Everybody else likes the exciting talks. So I'm just you know. Okay, well, I, I, all, enjoy the, I enjoy the I enjoy the deep talks back. and empathy talks. Let's all right, we're gonna go back to the cereal. We're gonna go back to the cereal killer talk. So it's like if, we, well, if this was American Pie, he would be the Chris Klein, the sensitive one of the group, and that's okay. The thing is, like. First of all, Cam. So what if he says, suck me beautiful? Yeah, right. <laughs> but the thing is, let's talk. In the- I love Chris Klein, by the way. <laughs> I, I do, too. I think he's in a great actor. He is. The environment of the podcast. The reason, you know, first of all, it's not like Cam's more sensitive than anybody else. But who I am here is different than who I am there. Mm-hmm. Cam is the one who has more of the sensitive moments on this show. So that's why you've gotten that moniker. It's not like we're like, fuck Cam, he's a sensitive pussy. I mean, yeah, it comes across that way because it's kind of funny because to the listeners, you're the one who brings in the most heart. Well, but but I would... that's the thing is like, who's, who's how many people is it funny to or who's it funny to? Like, I, I find it funny like every now and then, like, talk talking shit about it like it's it's cool like whatever but yeah, uh pointing out the know. fact that you're sensitive yeah like yeah w- would you like, like as every, a serial like, killer like, though nothing wrong with but no oh, i know oh i know i know I'm but just as saying, a, like, but as a serial killer and, we no, put know, you into like the every but i know but it's like every day every i mean that's like every if somebody time we talk about it call me an asshole i'll own it well i know and i'll i own that i'm an asshole too but it's like Every time we talk about some somebody being so then I get thrown on. So I, I then, thrown the what would you do as a serial killer besides well, help well, assist that, like, people? I've never really thought about. I've never really thought about this question because it's like. <laughs> well, no, I just don't think. No, about this. I've never I, thought of the I, question I either. I don't think about going around. I exactly. No, I mean, I'm I'm obsessed with like serial killers and stuff like that. Like everybody and my age, see, but <laughs> see, well, and my wife is like super obsessed with serial mm-hmm. killer topics yeah i love and crime. i'm just like I, I i enjoy i enjoy serial killer shows and whatnot but i'm not i'm not the one that's like oh let's we a new serial killer show just came out on netflix or paramount or something i'm actually like gonna that. watch let's, the, we have to watch it the new one you know what i mean like uh, i'm just like okay point. yeah sure cammy you bring up a very interesting point and i have to ask you a, a question here yeah uh is mrs cammy okay with taking your headset for a second and we can ask her what her serial killer name would be and what she'd be known for uh it would be about it'd probably be about five minutes till she got down here i would that'd be kind of interesting to have we, a little we can we can just all right let me let me call her for me i'd be more of like a uh helter skelter type of thing I would be. I would try to control people to do things. Nice. I wouldn't do it myself. I don't have. I don't have the so you'd capacity. Be like Manson. I'd be like Charles Manson. Yeah, I'd be like a helter skelter type of thing. I wouldn't have the capacity to do it myself, but maybe okay, okay, might be able to influence people to do it. <laughs> this isn't a serial killer, but on that note, that one girl who was on trial because she convinced her friend to commit kill himself because he was depressed oh that happened in massachusetts oh, I remember that that happened in what's massachusetts your, what's your thought oh, that it was fucked up, it's fucked up <laughs> I mean, that's a normal person thought <laughs> it's fucked up but here's my thoughts like i don't think it's criminal 
just because he was weak-minded and listened to her and killed himself that he's not so do you think charles manson was innocent uh i don't think he's no i think i think by association he was not he was innocent by association 100 percent, because he didn't he didn't actually do anything he just told people that we know though that we know of like we don't actually know if he did anything and people covered up for him that's the one thing but nothing's ever been proven that he actually did Uh something shadow in the background all right so i'm gonna give the headphones to mrs cammy real quick and jim i want to say she came down here because she said only because huh my kitty cat shirt well and your kitty cat shirt but she said only because jim asked Oh, it doesn't fit over my bun. <laughs> <laughs> it's set up for Cammy's bun. Hi, Mrs. Cammy. Hi. How are Hi. You? Hi. Did so Hi guys. first first cameo appearance from Mrs. Cammy, and I am super excited. Did he tell you why you're here? <laughs> Something about a serial killer. Stuff? Okay, so we're talking serial killer stuff, and okay, we're hypothetical here. Hopefully, uh, it, pretend you're a serial killer. <laughs> What are you known for? What's your name? What's your serial killer name? What are they calling you in the media? What are you known for? What do you do? Um, and what kind of know, fucked up are you? Watch her be like, "That's our new fat ass TK killer." They got the wrong guy. Jokes on you! I just murdered my neighbor last week. Oh shit! Um. I'll make sure like what what do you what did you do to your victims what do you what, what is your name are you the the happy killer <laughs> um that's a hard one that's what she said <laughs> but um not for long <laughs> but um um I really have no idea. I've never even thought about that. Yeah, it's like weird. Really, that's only, a, no, that's a normal person response. I've only about killing two people in my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What were you doing to them? Hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. He wasn't one of them. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's just make you that clear. You know who it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it involve a bus? It possibly did. Nice. Were the children on the <laughs> it bus? It was a car purpose. Oh, okay. Nice. So what so what you got, Jim? What what do you what do you got for her? Like what would you call her? What would I call her? Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know what her crimes are. Yeah, exactly. I gotta know what she did. See that that's the thing though. That would be like like the first thing that I told you would be like Charles Manson type of person. But then the second thing would be like fucking Dexter. Like I'd be going after all the terrible people in this world. I would there probably you, go, go after I would you probably know, go after like, deadbeat baby daddies. <laughs> And baby mamas. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, so she'd be called uh, the deadbeat abortion. killer. Wait, no, that would be abortion. The- <laughs> oh my God. We'll call her the orphan creator. Oh my! Whoa! Well, no, because if they're deadbeats, they're already not in their lives, so they wouldn't be orphans. So it would just be like the deadbeat killer. So you're not validating these kids' feelings. Is what I like that. The deadbeat killer. They, like they, they don't know who they are anyways because they're deadbeats. Yeah, exactly. The deadbeats. True. 
they have probably you're saying like people who have been not been in their lives for since they were born or five plus years what do you yeah. call a zombie masturbating a deadbeat <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's good that is good <laughs> that is a good one <laughs> but yeah that that would be like something that i would be totally into would be like the dexter shit or like charles manson but it would only be, be so bad fun. people that's the all i would go after if i was ever well that's never gonna happen but if in a different <laughs> life that that would happen i would be just going after bad people because sure. there's way too many bad people in this world aren't those called vigilantes yes exactly yes. <laughs> be part of the fucking uh the watchman you know like batman was a pussy because he never killed he just yep. beat up people exactly he was just a rich man in a costume mm-hmm. i think i'd be no weapons <laughs> no kill i was also a dating game killer okay oh. first of all the dating game killer i was going to ask you guys about him as well tonight but cameron covered that everybody familiar with the dating game killer uh is that, Bye, the, Mrs. is that the same as the zodiac no no it's a similar is it a similar it was like a similar no there was a serial killer on the dating game show. oh yes no yes i did see that guy yes yes yeah, yes yes, yes. Back in the, day. the guy with the yeah yeah he no, um well, i saw uh, that on uh, netflix no on he netflix died in uh, california state yeah he's not alive anymore he's dead when did he die a couple uh, years ago it doesn't it's not showing wh- when. Oh, died twenty twenty one actually. Yeah, yeah uh, July twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, just last year. I, yeah, so yeah. It have been really recent. I yeah, I don't know, like, long. um, what he actually. Unspecified natural causes. But yeah, I remember uh, watching him on Netflix. But could you imagine? So you know how he was like caught was a woman was watching the show and was like eh. mm-hmm. yeah he <laughs> like tried who... to try to kill or kidnap her right or something yeah he tried yeah, to throw her in her. his van yeah that too but there was also another person who he um tried to throw in his van and she ran away from him or something um she he i just i just had it up um he ass- assaulted her it's rodney it was Al- a little alcala rodney alcala yeah yep okay well now that i have you guys here i got a topic so, for you then. hold on hold on before we go any further i'm reading this so they, they were talking about his time on the dating game and it says the host introduced him as a successful photographer mm-hmm. who got his start when his father found him in the dark room at the age of 13 fully developed between takes you might find him skydiving and motorcycling what does he mean that the, his father found him in the dark room fully developed he had a big wiener for a 13 year Apparently. <laughs> Yo, he was you know, creepy looking too, even on that show. Yeah, and like all the ladies were like, Well, yeah. And actually, the so he actually he actually won on that episode. Uh-huh. Um, he did. The lady decided not to date him. Yeah. Because he, she seemed she weird. Creepy. Yeah, he yeah, seemed she weird. Said that he was creepy and decided not to date him. And detectives say that that's where his spree of crimes uh came from mm-hmm. is because because of that it triggered something in his head where he was like well no he thinks i'm creepy killed like three or four people by the time he was on there yeah well, but his oh i'm saying like i'm saying like at that moment before they found out like what all he's done 
that's where that's that's where they were like, oh, well, that must have that must have stemmed something in his head where he was like, oh, well, I'm going to go do all this crazy shit. I mean, they're they're they say that people compared him to Ted Bundy. Like, yeah, oh, you have to be to be compared to him. Well, the thing is, is also is like he used to take uh, photographs of his of people, of women. And yes. they they said that, like, they have hundreds of photos that are still unidentified women that could have been his victims and they don't know where they are. But yeah. they only and have they, him counted for three murders. Yeah. And at least 19 or at least nine victims of his crimes, mm-hmm. um, because not all of them were killed. Um, but, yeah, the photos that he has are kids and up to adults and they thought that they were just going in for modeling because he claimed the photographer the photographer um professional well let me ask you guys this Stephen avery yes or no did he do it Mm-mm. i don't Stephen believe avery. so I, wait hold on i up. don't think so hold up, uh, hold up. Ma- the man to walk uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Stephen and brandon i know brandon didn't do that shit at all like I think that they wrongfully convicted him a hundred percent. Stephen Stephen was in he yeah a hundred percent. But Stephen was in like sight of mind and sight of sound. But if you've if you're sitting there still day to day fighting for your freedom and your release and things like that, mm-hmm. you didn't kill anybody. Like, usually when somebody, like, gets away, like, he's not trying to get away with murder. He's trying to to come out with some kind of a justice for himself. Usually when you get caught, that's the end of the rope. You know that you've been caught. You know that you're, um, that you've fucked up, that you killed somebody. But he is still in prison studying law himself. Yeah, he's still a way to to get get back Mm -hmm. in court. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many killers do that? Yeah, exactly. Um, now, I don't think no. So. Have you ever so so? There's a movie. Um, I forgot the name of it. I have to look it up. It was with Kevin Spacey, and it's basically about a killer, um, who gets wrongfully convicted, and he like gets pushed. Yes, exactly. So if Ray you David think Gale. about, yes, The Life Ray of David Gale. Gale, it's so good. It's such a good movie. If you think about that thought process and how many people are actually wrongfully convicted and they sit in, in jail or on death row because of bad cops, because of the, the bad justice system that we have, we do have, a. I mean, it's not the greatest but at least like we're convicting people correctly but there are some out there that are that have been wrongfully accused 100 percent that are sitting in jail and i think that's like what um what's her fucking name's doing kim kardashian she's like trying to isn't that amazing like first of all i saw so many people make fun of her because she failed the bar exam mm-hmm. why why is that funny because first of all, she wanted to do something other than be famous for a sex tape or being famous for being known for something. Well, hell, how many? Family. I want to know how, what yeah. the average times it it takes a lawyer to pass the bar exam. You, you can't tell me every lawyer that goes in there passes the bar exam on their first try. The no. fact that she was completely passionate about it and tried to, you know, mm-hmm. exonerate so many people, like 
Okay, what's well, wrong? you know, well, her, of her just because of who she is. Well, no, yeah, I mean, her dad is like you know, obviously the famous lawyer for yeah. OJ Simpson. Mm-hmm. Um, OJ Simpson got completely away with murder, like thousand percent. But like, you have people who are wrongfully convicted in jail every day, and then there's also some who, like, like for instance, this guy that just um. That is on, I don't, I don't know if you guys heard the story. I'm pretty sure you did. But the guy who's on death row currently, who's the next one to be killed in North Carolina or South Carolina, he gets, he gets to choose the firing squad or whatever. His crime happened in 97 when he was a kid. Wow. And he shot, granted, he robbed and killed somebody, took somebody's life. He deserves what he's going to get to him. but. Like, I feel sometimes there should be some kind of retribution for people who are doing better with their lives. If he doesn't look like he's going to be a person that's going to kill somebody again, then leave him in jail. Just why would he have to be put on death penalty? Because it's going to cost. So the reason they're like taking him, they gave him those two choices is because apparently the cocktail that they've been giving people is inhumane and mm-hmm. and they also can't get the um the resources with covid apparently they can't get the resources to make the cocktail to give it to him so he gets to choose between the two um ways to die you know what i never by the understood? way by the way his name is richard moore in south carolina yes yeah, yeah i didn't know which carolina it was but yep so one really? thing I never understood, and this is kind of stupid, but explain it to me. Um, mm-hmm. Lethal injection. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do they use a alcohol swab on their vein before they inject them? No, I, mean, that's, I know it's, that's uh, stupid. I mean, it's just procedure. I understand it's yeah. Uh, yeah, you're 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 a medical humane. professional. It's just a it's a standard procedure. Okay. I get that, but it's just waste. Yeah, but it's like a really <laughs> weird thing to get like. Uh, like you're, they're you know, literally when, taking somebody's on, life they, through the system. Keep it clean. Later on, Jim, when they when they <laughs> sit there and they realize, oh shit, we just executed the wrong guy. They can go, oh well, at least we used an alcohol swab on him. Facts. Or, or like when they have a botched execution and they call it a botched execution. Like, no, he's. They don't tell <laughs> you. They <laughs> don't. They don't tell no. you about how many botched ones they have until There's a lot with the lethal have, injection. Uh huh. A hundred percent because it's supposed have to they be had like a lot of botched lethal injections. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a really lot. Yeah. That's why right now this guy is like able to choose the way that he's that he wants to die and he like he was even talking about it he's like it's so inhumane that he has to choose to either be killed by a firing squad or i think it was the electric chair electric chair um could you just imagine having that choice like like okay let's talk about that right now would you rather be killed by a firing squad or would you rather be killed by an electric chair firing squad easily See, I, honestly, oh, I know this is not stupid, but I've thought about that question. And my answer to that question is, I hope I'm never in a position where I have to make that decision because I can't make that decision. So, yeah, just I would just, just I would be like an eeny, meeny, miny, moe type I, I thing. I want to make that decision. But if I had to make that decision, firing squad. Well, the thing is, is with the, the firing. No, it's not a one shot. No, no. So listen, it was one shot. Do you know? Do you know what the firing squad is? 
So yeah, that's where people line up. I thought you no, guys no, 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 no. You're you don't even. No, oh, no. Okay, no, okay. no, no, no. One person. Okay, no, okay, okay. no, no, no. It's not so, one okay. person. I, I misunderstood. No, you guys there's the last time we talked about this. There's multiple people that have yeah, yeah, live yeah. rounds. There's one person that has dummy rounds. So there's there's a line. So it's um it's a military. They're military people, military personnel. They line up, and I believe it's one or two of them have dummy rounds. So there is a, I think it's like six or something. I just read about this, um, which I was really surprised about. I think there's like six of them. And then two out of them have dummy rounds and the rest of them don't. So the reason that they do that, they don't tell you which one have live rounds. But if you're a military person, you know which is going to, which gun you're shooting has dummy rounds. But they're not going to tell you that because they don't want you to feel bad about killing the person. Yep. So there's more dummy rounds than li- or there's more live rounds than dummy rounds because they want to make sure that this person's obviously going to die. But they don't want to give that responsibility to them. And then they don't hit the head. It's the, the chest yep. and the heart because mm-hmm. if they it's get buried. The yeah. And then they, and they get to wear like a hood or whatever. So you don't get to see what's going on. Right. So I was looking there in the 21st century. So since 2006, mm-hmm. there have been nine botched uh, executions. Yeah. And but how many were, executions have there been since then? Uh, that I could not tell you. A lot you. of places had moratoriums um, on death penalty. Exactly. There so are, you have to think. Right. There are eight of them were all lethal injection. Nine of them was a hanging. Yep. And that was uh one of three half brothers of saddam hussein and that was when he was they tried hanging him but he was decapitated as a result of an error in the calculations resulting in him being dropped too far because he was an error it was because he was of course it wasn't but that's what they're gonna put on this they're not gonna know it's because it's because he was fat (laughs) no a hundred percent that's what the problem was is he was, that's why they stopped too much of a distance to fall yeah that's why they that's like one of the reasons that they stopped doing hangings too is because like it's um if you're overweight um like you dangle instead of it doesn't break your neck right away like it's supposed to because you have more of a cushion like here's one uh romel broom in 2009 mm-hmm cried in pain after receiving 18 needle sticks during a 2009 botched execution that was called off after two hours. Mm -hmm. A second execution was later scheduled for this year, but he died in prison in 2020 before it could be carried out. See, it's fucked up. I mean, granted, like I, for me, it's, it's like a, a dependent on the crime type of situation. I mean, we're all like when we're kids or when we're younger, like people have such different like mindsets. They don't understand. Like if they get brought into a life of like, like gangs and stuff like that, you have to think about like gang members, right? Mm -hmm. They're growing, they're growing up around these people. They're growing up around these communities. And then they, it's kind of like, the society their society that pulls them into you know their murders and things like that i feel like it should give like 
in things like this, like when you're between the age of 16, for instance, 16 to like 27. Okay. And you've, you've murdered a person in that state. I believe that if you qualify by a licensed psychiatrist or something that says, okay, we've evaluated this person, you know, 20 years later and they're not going to harm anybody else. I feel like that should be something that should be like worked on to bring them not necessarily back to society, but I, like I definitely for a system of reform over a system it, of punishment. Exactly. A hundred percent reform. But I don't think it will ever excuse like people are so hell bent on wanting revenge mm-hmm. because it affected it affected of what they did in their lives or whatever but like there's also people out there who are just like me who like if it's something if it happened to somebody in my family or something had happened like i'm the type of person that would just kind of be like really sad obviously that it happened to my family member but i would probably like say maybe this person has something more for their lives yeah and later on like i would forgive them i'm just not that type of a person that could like be responsible for somebody else's death looking at some of these and like i can see why they got like they done away with like the electric chair in most cases Mm -hmm. that's fucked up here this guy had six inch flames shooting out of his fucking head because Mm -hmm. of the 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 botch and then i mean you saw green mile right burst into flames and filled the chamber with smoke yeah you you have this guy who bled profusely from the nose while being electrocuted and he suffered burns to his head leg and groin like this is why do you think almost inhumane at at any point it is it's a hundred percent like none of it is humane whatsoever you're you're killing a human there's Mm -hmm. no humane way to do that exactly a hundred percent but they didn't they didn't think of like you know what happened when they killed somebody or when they when they told somebody well, or the thing is like the most ancient execution method the guillotine, the guillotine. <laughs> the yeah i mean that's that's, that's pretty most, yeah i have a feeling that that it's literally important. is probably the most uh humane way it's and i mean however, yeah however uh jim was it you that sent a tiktok or somebody sent me a video saying that people when they do the guillotine would fight to be the first one because by the time yeah because the blade dulls by the time it gets well luckily nobody does group guillotine missions (laughs) i'm saying like yeah because it would be like a a one and then like yeah i mean executions don't happen like every freaking day so um i want to ask you guys have you guys uh anyone any (coughs) yeah no i haven't done that lately like your family's been like a a victim of a a real violent crime? No. Yes. Not violent, no. Oh, and not a victim, no. Yeah, I had I had a uh I had a family member that was uh, uh involved in uh a drug ring mm-hmm. and he was killed doing it uh when a, ba- a drug deal went bad. I uh I just grew up with a um a kid that I that was my brother's best friend who who now is deceased as well but his um older brother uh, when we were in high school he 
got killed by a drunk driver um, while they were boating and he got decapitated. So that's probably like um, one of the, the worst things that I've been personally like I know personally I knew the person that killed him and I knew him. Um, and then the craziest thing that's happened like murder wise or whatever is I used to live in like this little small town in um massachusetts and there was a a guy that was killed in the city over and they took his body and they burnt it in a cornfield by my house and we saw like a flame like up high and then we saw like all these uh helicopters and shit flying down the road ambulances because it was just this big it turned into like this big brush fire type of thing and it was it was a dead body that they were burning your gym where somebody burned a body and they um is in uh shoot it was a couple of years ago like maybe my dad was the homicide detective here so so like yeah. really years ago yeah yeah the, there was oh like my a, wasn't it a god kid? yeah that was a long time ago it's the Ligans not long case. time ago it was within like the last seven or eight years your dad your dad was a homicide detective my dad was a homicide detective. Well, his actual title was violent crimes investigator, but he was the lead homicide detective here. And he also was the bomb squad commander. Wow. And uh, right across the street from me was his very first, uh, very first homicide case, which is very famous for our area here. Mm-hmm. We had a doctor who killed his wife, chopped her up in the bathtub and, and dumped her body in the Mississippi river. That was my dad's first case. And that's and, actually, and that's across the street from where you live right now. Yep, right. I, I, I'm looking. I can look at his house right out the window right there. What and, the fuck? <laughs> uh, my dad. They actually wrote a book about that case. Mm-hmm. It was called Deadly Waters or Dead Waters, and my dad's actually mentioned in the book as investigating officer number one. Wow, <laughs> that's so, really crazy. Yeah, then we had that kid that well killed both his parents in the middle of the night. That was that that was actually happened right across the street from my boss's house. Wow. So like, Ruffle, just, sorry, go ahead. He basically, he basically was trying to go out that night with his girlfriend or his friends, and uh, basically his parents didn't want him to leave, and so he like freaked out on him came back with a shotgun and killed both his parents. Oh, that's crazy. Dang, that is crazy. Um, So Ruffles did actually remind me, I did have a very, very, very personal experience. Um, One of my best friends back in middle school, um, she was one year younger than me. Uh, I was in eighth grade. She went to hang out with one of her friends. Uh, Well, actually, it was a group of friends. And she didn't realize how late it was and her parents were like you need to get home now um it's almost curfew time well she went to go take a shortcut behind a goodwill through this little forest or whatever um that she's taken multiple times and um right behind that or in that forest was this homeless guy that um he ended up stabbing her to death and i mean she was only in seventh grade there was nothing that she was going to be able to do Mm -mm. um and he admitted that when it when it came to it and he was arrested and his court hearing and everything he said the reason that the reason that he stabbed her to death was that 
um, when he went to uh, pull his pants down, uh, she laughed at him and it pissed him off. And that's what made him stab her. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Uh, the very next morning, you know, those mass text messages that everybody sends out like, oh, add add this and send it to the next person or send it to 10 people or something like that. There was a mass text message that said, RIP, so-and-so, at a, at a heart, wear black in her honor, um, or in, wear black to honor her at school tomorrow, blah, blah. I was like, there's no way this is real. Like, I, I just talked to her two days ago. There's no way this is happening right now. And uh, sure enough, it was on the news later that night. It was the craziest, craziest experience that I've, that I've gone through. Yeah, that's that's really crazy. By the way, Jim, that book is called Dead Water, The Clint Affair. Yeah. yeah. Wow, so your dad you buy, your dad must have had an Amazon for eight ninety nine through the Kindle or eleven ninety nine paperbacks. Nice. So your dad nice. must have had an interesting work life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is like so I wanted to be uh growing up, um I wanted to be a forensic scientist. That was like one of my my main things I started going to school for. Um and then <laughs> I actually had to go wa- uh look at a cavitar and I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, I don't want to look at dead people for the rest of my life. So no. My sister wanted to follow my dad's footsteps as well. We all did. That's fucking awesome. I mean, not fucking awesome, but it's a pretty, it pretty cool no, job. But like my dad, it's funny because my dad would never let me do it. He's like, no. He's like, police work ain't worth it nowadays. He's like, cops are hated. You're just mm-hmm. not worth it. Oh, absolutely. He'd always push me away from it. 100%. Never, never really pushed my sister away from it. <laughs> so is your sister, is your sister I don't a cop? Know why. Is your well, sister a police officer? She was, mm. um, but then she got married, which she said she never would. And now, <laughs> now they she, all say that my her my brother in law, her husband, is actually a federal t- uh, task force marshal, and she is actually a animal cruelty investigator. Oh, that's amazing! Mm. That's, that's really that's cool. awesome. I would probably that that would be something I would probably cry every day though. Well, in her first case of a real mm. dead body as a cop really fucked with her because she got a call i mean not really like ruined her kind of thing but like she got a call that there was a fight at a bar so she starts to go and as she's getting closer they call over the radio that's a cold blue code blue you know Mm. uh, there's been victims stabbed she gets there and she said that there's a guy on the ground the murder weapon is still there and it's a small, it's a regular old pocket knife you would carry in your whatever. And she said the guy had a gash from here all the way down with so much force it broke his. Explain where bone, you're pointing so that the listeners sternum. know where you're pointing, sir. I I am, but you're talking. <laughs> so as it hit here at the top, it broke the collarbone and came down and broke through the sternum and punctured all the organs and through his heart and everything else. And stuff was sliding out of his chest cavity. With she a pocket like, knife? That thing must have been yeah. sharp as fuck. No, the dude who did it was a fucking monster. Oh. It was huge. Oh. And mm. she was like, oh my God, like I never knew that could happen with a pocket knife. 
But she was like, this dude's dead. Like, his heart is falling out of his chest. Jeez. Brutal. Yeah, see, that's that's one of the reasons that I was like, eh, I don't know if this line of work is for me. <laughs> like, I, see, just, I wanted to be a police officer, and I even went through the training and the questioning. I, I got all the way up to the interview and the um, lie detector test. And when I went into do the when I went into do the lie detector test, I was absolutely honest with them. And, and yeah, well, no, they 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 told me that. Um, had I lied before I actually took the lie detector test, then when I took the lie detector test, if any of my answers changed, I would have been disqualified immediately and wouldn't have been able to apply to any of the jobs for the next year or something like that. You always so lie I, on the first question of the lie detector test because that's the control question and it throws everything off. Okay, see, no I – so <laughs> He's anyways, like, I know. My dad told me. <laughs> So what happened was um, he he asked me my name, all that. And then the next question was, uh, or the next question was like, oh, have you ever drank alcohol under the age of 21? I was like, okay, yeah. Like it's Washington. Everybody, everybody in Washington has drank alcohol. And he's like, yeah, that's, you know, honestly, Everybody has anybody that I know, even my kids, like they drink alcohol under 21. The question after that, have you ever taken any opioids, including Vicodin that was not yours, any prescribed meds that were not yours? And I was like, when I was 16 years old, I took half of a pill of Vicodin. That was the question that got me disqualified. And he came back into the room after talking to his his boss or whatever his higher up and he was livid like you could see it in his face he was like tomato red and he was like so i just want you to know that i was batting for you and i just got screamed at over this one question and it was because i took vicodin at the age of 16 a half a pill of vicodin mind you at the age of 16 that was not mine that I, I was disqualified and would not be able to apply to the uh, police force. So that kind of turned me away. Um, I was pretty upset about that. I just stopped caring about the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like growing up, I was always wanting to be a police officer. And I always told myself that that's what I was going to do. And Same now here. I'm like, it's, all right, well, like, cool. I don't I'm going be- to. You don't want to be it today. Bad guy all the time. No, you don't want to be today. Not in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Not in this day and age. Um, So now, you know, I'm going to school to try and be a teacher. You know, I always, I often wondered growing up, and I'd asked my dad recently. I was like, you know, my dad's fought in two wars. Mm -hmm. He's a homicide investigator, and he, he would show me things all the time growing up. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, how did you do it? Like, how do you turn yourself off from all of that? Because you see some pretty horrible shit. And you're oh, like, yeah. 100%. How do you not want to, you know, ruin people? And how do you not want to do things? And he, and you know what? He t- and he told me, because my dad, as Chris can tell you, my dad's a pretty solid guy. Like, he does not show any kind of emotion. No. I mean, cool. you have to be like that if you're he in does. that line of work. Well, 100%. He me, and he said there's only one out of his whole career. 
there's only one story that ever bothered him and really stuck with him and lasted forever. And Chris actually knows the guy that was involved in this story and helped out. Um, so my dad got a call and went to, you know, well, actually he didn't get a call. He got, he was on his way home from work and he heard a call come out over the radio for somebody, some case happened over here. So he pulls over, pulls to the house. Cause he was right there. He's like, I'll stop. Little boy comes out of the garage, just crying. And he, my dad said this kid was probably six to eight years old. And he said that my dad is bleeding in the garage. My dad's bleeding in the garage. And my dad said he leaned over and could see the, the kid's dad just blew his head off right before the kid walked in from school. And he, oh. this little boy walks in and finds his dad with a blown off head. And as my dad turned around, it turned out that the neighbor next door was mine and Chris's old principal of our elementary school. So my dad immediately knew who he was and was like, oh, my God. He's like, you're great with kids. Will you please take this kid? Like, get this kid out of here. And so our old principal grabbed this kid and took him over to his house and, you know, was trying to calm him down, waiting for medics and everybody to arrive. And my dad was like, you know, that was the only case that really, really hurt me. He's, he's, like, you know, he's never seen like a like a, a child involved him homicide. He has. I would. Wouldn't that wouldn't that like. I feel like that that would stick with me more than something like that. No. Well, yes and my, no. My dad looked at cases like that mm -hmm. as. See, my dad would he would disconnect himself from the case in a way where he was. My dad was called a pit bull because he said, I'm going to get the motherfucker and I'm going to get him hung. Yeah. And he would and he would mm -hmm. sink his teeth in but he knew how to remove his emotion from it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that shit ate him up inside. Oh, hundred percent. He never expressed or never told us about it, but he always, made I tell you point. when your dad was on the force, I, I don't think our crime was, you know, ever, as, you know, he, he did a good job of controlling that. He was very good at his investigations. Mm -hmm. He received new, many awards. That's amazing. It was, it, it's a shame that he was forced into early retirement, but you know, life happens. So yeah, I watched yeah, that, uh, the last 40, 48, last 48 last all the 48. time. Dude, first 48. Or first 48. Yes. I watched that show all the time. And oh, yeah. you can tell that those people are like, those detectives are tired. Like oh, just so by, I have, I have a story uh -huh. about Jim's dad and I, and Jim knows the story cause I tell it all the time mm -hmm. and it just cracks me up. <laughs> nice. So how old were we, Jim? We were like, I was sixth grade, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're... <laughs> oh, I, we're I like... love the fact that Jim knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, too. without oh, yeah. even you I saying tell the story anything. All that's, the time. that's awesome. <laughs> so we 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 were in like sixth grade, so like nine, ten years old, and <laughs> he comes over to my house, and he he has his bag with him, and he goes, "Chris, I, I'm I'm I need your help." He goes, "I'm running away." <laughs> And, um, i've been he's there like he's like i've been there you know if my if my parents come looking for me you just tell them you don't know where i'm at i'm like okay so we're sitting there and we're discussing this and so jim, jim, jim goes around the block and i kind of sit there and i'm watching him 
as he's running through because he knows his dad's looking for him at this point <laughs> and he sees his dad drive by so he busts off through the neighbor's yard and he comes walking through my yard and i'm sitting there and i yell run jim run (laughs) (laughs) dead giveaway and i turn around and you ever want to sit there and talk about somebody shitting themselves or pissing themselves this was about it because you turn around and you look up and there's his dad with this stone cold look on his face madder than a hornet and he goes have you seen jim (laughs) and i'm I'm sitting there and i'm like no no he's like well let's go talk to your parents and see if they know i'm like he went that way <laughs> <laughs> yeah he went down yeah. the block take two uh, left, yep. he, right. he, he, just, right he just bust through that fucking yard right there and he went that way he's gone i could tell some stories about my dad that i shouldn't on the podcast <laughs> that's awesome. but, oh that was the most memorable time about his dad that just it cracks me up now but i tell you 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 don't know fear until you're looking into that guy's face. So if so, speaking of running away stories, has anybody like actually ran far away from their house when they told their parents they were running away? Uh, I would first, believe Cam um, would if any of us did. The first time I ran, Damn. I, I, hit, I hit in the driveway underneath my dad's car. So good thing he didn't go look for me. <laughs> so... I'm not going to lie. I made it about five miles before I was like, man, screw this. I'm going back home. <laughs> five miles? Oh, my God. Uh, five miles. What about you, Chris? I, I actually I had, when I was in high I was school, I was so too. mad with my parents that I sat there, I packed up my entire room, put it in my car, and I went into a different city and stayed and was going to stay with my friend until I just decided, you know what? This sucks. I I need my parents, and I took my stuff and I put it all back in my room that night. I ran so away. I made it to That's a different funny. city. I ran away two houses over. <laughs> my best nice. friend, my best friend, lived two houses over from me, and I, that was the farthest I ever ran away from home when I told them I was leaving. <laughs> yeah, no, I made I made it five miles. It took me quite a quite a long time, but it was is when I was actually in shape. I was playing soccer and. It was like the middle of the night. Everybody was sleeping, and I was like, ah, "I don't want to wake my friend up." I was sitting outside their house, and I'm just like, mm, "Do I knock on their door? Do I text my friend? Like, what do I do?" I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna go home. This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> so I went home. I ended up getting yelled at for sneaking out because my parents. Well, I, I slept in the room that was right below and then to the left of my parents room so any like window movement like we had like the flood window like the old school flood windows like you try and open those windows and you're hearing it so anytime i would open those windows just like even a crack you could hear it so basically the second that i opened it to try and sneak out they knew they knew that i hopped out the window and uh but they didn't like it was them like processing and it took them a little while to realize like okay what was that noise they went downstairs after about an hour and then they kept blowing up my phone i'm like no i'm out of here i'm not answering it i'm gone and then i finally got finally got back home and they're like why would you do that i'm like i don't know i love you guys i'm sorry so Hormones. I had a disagreement with my parents. Hormones. Actually, when I first started to run away, 
I had when I packed up my car, the first place I went was my grandparents' house, which is like two cities away. And I asked my grandpa and my grandma if I could just live with them from now on because I didn't want to deal with my parents anymore. Um, <laughs> Been there. And I was like, well, this is probably not a good idea to stay with them because they'll just call my mom and be like, come get him. He's over here, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I ended up, my friend was with me at the time and, and we went back to her house and we're like, nice. well, they're like, you can you can stay in her room. And we had everything set up and uh i didn't get yelled at when i got back home because my mom had called me like throughout the day and i just wouldn't answer her phone call <laughs> and by the time i got home she was more worried about where i was and that i was okay than than running you know, away <laughs> than running away she's like we knew you, she's probably like i knew you were gonna come back in high school once i got really pissed off with my parents and we had a had a rough moment and i lived in eldridge at the time chris and <laughs> I walked all the way to, okay, you know the person that used to live above me over yep. by the park? Yeah, I walked over to his brother's house you know, <laughs> from, from my house in Eldridge. Keep in mind, I was so mad that I didn't even think about getting in my fucking car and driving. <laughs> it was cold walk, I tell you what. It was a long-ass walk. Middle of winter, too, huh? Uh, That's like funny. A mile walk. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like eight miles just from Eldridge to our town. Jeez. You walked the eight mile? And then I got there and he's like, dude, why didn't you bring your fucking car and drive? And I was like, you know, I realized that when I was about five minutes into my walk, I was not going back for it. So I did have a, I, I did have a thought back in like high school when I did have a car. Um, I was like, mm, do I want to take my car? Like the second that I start my car, my parents are going to hear it. So if I if I do try and run away, like why would I take my car? Because they're going to know that I ran away the second that I start my car. They're going to be like, they're, they're going to wake up to the sound of my car starting and be like, all right, what's he doing up at midnight or one o'clock in the morning? Like starting his Didn't car. Didn't you ever watch Where's movies just... Just put it in neutral and push it out in the street. <laughs> See, but this is the time. Like, but I wasn't thinking about that at the time. And not to mention, I'm only like, I'm only five eight, 130 pounds soaking wet, dude. Like, I'm not pushing any cars by myself. Come on. Speaking speaking of cars, um, does anybody have any funny stories about learning how to drive a stick shift? I've I don't know how to drive one. Um, I do not. I actually I do not up know how to drive one very quickly. I do and not. My dad call, was thoroughly shocked. I wouldn't call Saturdays at my uncle's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, Something but Jim does have a funny story about a stick shift incident. Because I, uh, I drove stuff. a stick shift, and Jim asked me to teach him how to drive a stick shift. Oh, I, I bet he I did. Just I just stalled in the middle of the road. And when traffic started coming, I got out and said, fuck this, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, yeah, no, I, that's not hilarious. to mention, it was like one of the busiest roads in town. That's funny. Yeah, no, my dad was thoroughly surprised that I just picked up on driving a stick shift like it was nothing. I, I don't know. I just It just came natural. But did you drive a brown probe? I did not. So the first, so no, the first I drove a red shift, one, sir, not a brown. I had a one. brown car. Um, <laughs> I drove the first stick shift. Like how I learned to drive was a '95 Honda Civic. 
and it i mean it shifted really freaking well i think they just replaced the clutch too so it it shifted so freaking smooth it was ridiculous i I tell you by the time i was done driving my ford probe i probably had like three or four different colors on that thing (laughs) did you spray paint it originally the first time i got it and with the probe i never actually hit anything it, everything always hit me like i'd mm-hmm. sit there and i'd i said I had the same thing out. every time i got in well, no i had it parked outside a friend's house and somebody didn't stop at the stop sign at a four-way stop and knock the car onto the sidewalk so i had are to you replace- sure are you sure no. you don't live in washington because that might have been me <laughs> about one second so and if i have to chris i'll meet you you just sit and take it um <laughs> since he wants to throw me under the bus with the car story i'm gonna throw his ass under the bus with the car story <laughs> so me and chris were going to community college and he knows exactly what you're talking about too oh yeah let's just say this was the the first car accident i've ever been in <laughs> so we're, go- we're going to community college. We both decided we're going to skip class and go home today. Let's go have some fun, go do something. Now, this is a, a just a little windy little road to get out of the college, you know? And 15 it's, mile an hour road, mind mile you. Road. And Chris had his cell phone on the dash for some reason, and it went flying down on the floor, and he's down here looking for it. What's up, buddy? He's not looking at the road at all. <laughs> My man, priorities, priorities. I'm like car, dude, car, <laughs> car, and I'm like fuck, I'm like race. And he, he gets in the other lane. And he like goes in the other lane, and he's going way over 15, and he slams into this girl head on. And this motherfucker had the nerve to get out and yell at her, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Don't you watch where the fuck you're going?" Oh my! No, I did not ask her what the fuck what the fuck she was doing. I asked. First thing I did was I popped out and I said, "Are you okay?" (laughs) You told. And then after that, and then after that, because you didn't hear what she said, she she cussed me out first. Well, yeah, I would have <laughs> after that circumstance. And then he calls his dad to pick us up, and his dad nice. shows up, and his dad does this. He looks right at me, and he goes, "You can find your own fucking ride. Just get in the car." And I'm like, "Okay." Well, Dang! Up. I was like, "Fuck on me!" So I called my grandma. I was like, "Grandma, <laughs> grandma, grandma, come pick me up, grandma. Mima, can you come get like, me?" Would you want to come to my house and have some food? I was like, yeah. <laughs> you want some cookies? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get no food or cookies. I can tell you that. I got a tongue lashing. Nice. Hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. How do you keep a baby from walking? I don't. Circles? At this point, I don't care. <laughs> How do you keep a baby from crawling in circles? Cut off its legs. Nail its other hand to the floor. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, speaking of, of car accidents, my very first one that I got into was when I was, so I was so proud of myself. I ended up getting a small little trust fund for my great grandfather when he passed away. Wasn't a lot of money. It was just enough to buy a car. So I bought a car with it. I bought a car with it. Uh, and it it was like, I was so proud of it. It was a a Mercury Mystique 96 Brown. I was like, I thought I was a freaking um, a a life baller. of the party. Yeah, it was like 
I think it was like $3,000 I paid for it back then. Um, and I, I had it for two weeks and crashed it. Dang. Yeah. So I was, um, I was coming back from school, um, and like where my parents, they still live in the, the same area. There's like this uh, four way stop. That's it's a two way stop, but it has like traffic that goes that flows through. And there's like a little convenience store that's to the the right side. And then there's a package store to the left side. And like so you're when you're going across, you're crossing traffic like there's two there's a two way stop. So um, I everything was clear when I went to go drive across the street and this motherfucker pulled out of the convenience store and T-boned me. And then, so I got out of the car to make sure that he was okay because he fucking hit me head on. I was just, I was just in a little bit of pain because I'd like, I'd gotten T-boned. So my car was like pretty much like this, you know? Oh. And, um, so after that happened, he tried to come back and sue my parents for punitive damages because wow. the cops wrote that I that I ran a stop sign. But I didn't because my little 17 year old investigative self went back and took all the pictures of his tire marks, took the picture of where I, I left, where where my car ended up. And I sent them all the pictures to the um, to the, the lawyers and stuff and the insurance company that were trying to come after us. He wanted seventeen thousand dollars additional from a 17 year old kid for punitive damages. And it ended up being thrown out because I proved that he fucking pulled out of the, the convenience store and hit me. Let's go <laughs> at 17. Like, I'm I don't know. It's like crazy because I'm like into that little like that's like pretty much my job right now i'm a finance manager so i go into uh finances and i find all these problems and things i've just always been i've always had that investigative mindset to like to to work problems out or try to figure out the way to fix things and so like it was crazy but i've i did not have a car after that till i would say i was like 22 when i bought my Dang. Yeah, I didn't have a car because my parents didn't have money growing up. So, I and I and I worked like you know Subway, <laughs> like little little tiny like jobs, and was a college <laughs> student. Yeah, my parents my parents just gave me rides to so where I needed to go, but they we we could never afford like a car for myself. So, um, that car that I got into the accident with was my only car for like five years. <laughs> And then I and then I and then I got my own uh, car once I got, you know, more stable, obviously. So that was my first car. My second car was a red Honda Civic 2009. (laughs) Hey, Honda Civic. That's what we got in our car wreck with Jim. It's really funny, though, because like my husband about Honda Civics, man, my husband's the complete opposite. He's had like 27 cars in his lifetime and then he gets bored with them and, and like he'll. I don't know. I'm just I'm exaggerating a lot. Probably like probably like 12, 12, maybe 12 cars. Yeah. But um, me, I've had three. <laughs> I've had three. And that was That's that the very first Mercury Mystique 
the red Honda Civic and now I have a, a CRV. That's literally all I've had. Nice. I've had one, two, three, four. I, th- I think I've had five vehicles. Now, only one of them was ever totaled out, and that was the Honda Civic. Oh, and then I drove, I drove with that T-boned Mercury Mystique until it fucking went into the ground. So when, so when my friends, like when I would try to give them sideways, right? No, no, I mean, no, no, it was like, (laughs) it was, you know, at the, um, the door, the door jam is where I got hit. So it was like below. Um, so my friends wouldn't be able to get in the passenger side or the back passenger side doors they would only be able to jump in from the driver's side so my friends would jump in the driver's side to get into the passenger seat and then so forth it was really fucking bad i did that for like two months and then it finally died (laughs) because it was so beat up (laughs) but i definitely drove around with this fucking fucked up car for a while because my insurance company uh because i didn't have uh full coverage on it so i they wouldn't give me anything for it because the the other guy you know blamed me for everything so it was just like a huge mess whoopsies yeah 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 it was it was crazy it was a lot it was a lot of uh stuff to deal with at 17 with an accident yeah (laughs) (laughs) adulting yeah at 17 right that like i was just so happy too because i just got my license i don't know what, what age you guys can get your license Ours is 16 and a half in Massachusetts. Uh, ours is 16 and in Washington. Half. Yeah, and a half. That's so 16, weird. you get I've your permit. of the uh, and half part. Yeah, 16, you get your permit. And 16 and a half is your license. So you have to have your, 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 your permit, permit for 14. You have to have your what? permit for 16, uh, for six months before you can get your license. So you can get your permit at 16, your license at 16 and a half. Okay, well, so you it, get your permit at fourteen here, but you can't get your license till you're sixteen. Yeah, you can get your permit here in Washington at fifteen, but you cannot get your license until sixteen. But you cannot drive anybody around until you're sixteen and a half. Well, here it's seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. You can't drive really? anybody around. Yeah, so you have to have your license, your actual license, until you have had. Your, well, you have to have your actual license for at least six months before you drive anybody around mm-hmm. yeah that's and that's same from here. 16 until 18 once you're 18 you can have you can drive whoever around uh, okay i'm real quick it's that time for you He does that like oh, the actual coming. people are watching him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Nobody's you watching know. you except us, Cam. It's okay. And you know what? I have so much fun with it every single time. I get so hyped like, up over it. Even the intro too. It's hilarious. I'm like, dude, there's only three of us. Like, and? what? <laughs> like, what? Like, I, it's it, it for an audience. And you know what? Every time I listen to this pod, these podcasts back, 
I always get hyped to the intros. Anytime I hear that, you can hear, sound you it. can hear the background. If you listen hard, you can hear the cam bouncing around. Yep, you can hear the doop, 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 doop. Yep, you yeah, you can actually, like right in the beginning. That's pretty funny. My chair nice. squeaks a little bit, okay? <laughs> it chair. happens to the best of us. Get yourself a secret lab, and then it won't squeak. Mm, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's fair. That's not fun. Oh, that is fair. Hashtag fair. We like squeak. We like squeak. <laughs> Hashtag fair. <laughs> so uh, we need to. I need to come up with a fun game in terms of finding Cam's mom. I don't know. Lord have mercy. <laughs> I can't think of Yo, a way to I'm, integrate this. I need to. We need to come up with a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we need to come up with like a funny shirt that says where's cam's mom but like a cool design for it that'd be so like how, like an old school wanted poster do you remember what yeah, she looks yeah. like where's cam's mom <laughs> to, to be but, honest, like, cam? but like a silhouette of a a silhouette of a person on the back of the shirt has a soccer goal you know, <laughs> oh dang <laughs> so honest, ruffles cam, I, I, I will I send you a, that, i almost put instead of carmen san diego i almost put where in the world is Cam's mom? Yeah, and that's what I thought you were going to say. That's why I was like, "There's I no know, way." But I, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted you to keep thinking that. I was just so, dumbfounded. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was awesome. Um, yeah, no, that's funny. So Ruffles, when are we going to have you back? Uh, oh, whenever. I am. Yeah, just let me know. Give me a heads up. Yeah, we're gonna gonna have. Yeah, I, like, I love having you on too. here. I do too. It helps drown out Cam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just it, like it. 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 makes it so I get I get to be muted, and you know, people still get to hear somebody talk. Well, you know, if you weren't so sensitive, we wouldn't mute you. <laughs> there it is again. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to have it empathy. Happens. It is okay. I mean, we have to mix it up every once in a while. We can't have Cam be the good-looking one all the time. Dang. I, 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 I'm, I'm not that good-looking. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that hair. Come on. Come okay, on. But this was because I had an interview today. I had oh. an interview, so I haven't changed it. Oh, no. Nobody's talking about his armpits. I know. <laughs> right. Here you go, guys. I Check it out. Him. I was going to say, Jim, it looks like you got your old... Uh... Yeah, you look Here's nice. There a little bit there, buddy. No, I'm scruffy as fuck and unkempt. <laughs> well, I your hair looks nice. Thanks for noticing. It's about time. <laughs> oh my god, I, I smell something out here. I know. Right? Do you guys see <laughs> my hair? I don't think you can see the color. It's green right now. I can see it. I can kind of see it. Yeah. How long ago did you dye it? Was, uh, like two it days ago. Oh, okay. I did just, you redye it? Yeah, I just got it like this, like really bright green. There you go. You can kind of see it. Have you ever I, thought of bleaching it and then dyeing it? That's what I do. Like all the way though. Yeah. Like bleaching it to where it's like blonde, blonde, mm -hmm. and then dyeing it. Mm -hmm. Really? That's what they. That's what my uh, my hairstylist does. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I just can't. I maybe it's maybe it's my screen or something, but it just looks it just looks dark. It looks really dark because I think it's the lighting. But 
Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I can see it. Now I yeah, can see it. Yeah, it's, it's the lighting because it's so dark in this room. Well, and it was the angle that my monitor is at because mm-hmm. I'm sitting to like the side of the monitor that I'm looking at, so I had that like darker angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just got it done like two days ago. I love it. Nice. Well, it looks good. Thank you. Thank you. I, I do well, want to say I do enjoy the Goonie shirt that you're wearing. Oh, thanks. Yes, I saw that. Hey, you know, you know, that's only like. Goonies never say die. Two hours, two hours from my house. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we're going to Were see they it. Filmed it. Yes, sir. Oh, wait. You guys are going out <laughs> to visit? Down. Are you guys going out to visit Cam? Uh-huh. When? August. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to come? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm going to be in Tennessee, I think. Uh, the last week of July or the first week of August. What, what date? August 18th through the 22nd. I don't know if I can make that work because I'll be in Tennessee two weeks before that. I would, but um, that's about the time that our kids are starting to go back to school and I got to make sure that uh, I'm there for that. And it's all good. I have such a busy year this year with apparently weddings. I got one friend that's getting married here in two weeks. So, Well, it was supposed to be for my wedding, but we ended up postponing it. Oh, I'm aware. I'm aware. I, I, was invo- <laughs> I was involved in the initial discussion. Yeah, Jim ruined it. <laughs> the cat out of the bag when he said he was rescheduling his wedding, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. Well, he didn't let me finish my text. I was still messaging. Did you already have the tickets bought, Jim, when uh, he said that? No. Oh, okay. Then why is he making a big deal? <laughs> you should have waited. I told you why it was a big deal because we had already put in the vacation time and had the vacation. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so did you even... reschedule oh, is it, it? You, and your, you and your wife are going out there? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so we rescheduled it um, about, I want to say, what, three weeks ago? No, maybe a month. What day are you? Oh, um, exactly a year from that date. So whatever well, is Jim nearest we'll the August then. 20th. We'll, we'll Whatever. Next year. That's cute that you think I'm going to go see Cam twice. Uh, <laughs> you know you will. You know you will. It's for my wedding. It's for my wedding. Very nice. That's Very awesome. nice. I we'll like. Even, we'll even play the sensitive ones for you and we'll cry at the wedding. That's nice. Now we we had a. And then I'll use Jim's tears later when I uh, go to bed. Nice, my man. And I'm the gross one. <laughs> I just spit on it. <laughs> He's talking about spitting into the garbage can, you nasty. <laughs> then I would have said in. Do you guys have any uh vacations planned at all besides that one? Anything else coming up? Um I'll tell you with my work schedule, every week is a vacation. I work four days and then I'm off four days. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good schedule. Mm-hmm. But I don't see you streaming those four days off. Oh, snap. Those are the days that I call them out. Stream. Call them out. Mm, I haven't seen you on in a while, <laughs> mister. You raided me. <laughs> I know I did one of the days, but I haven't seen well, you on in a what while. What I do is I'm pretty much, pretty much done with streaming. And well, at this point, I'm just like once a week getting on late at night for a couple hours just to maintain that uh level up status in case i change my mind you should definitely change your mind you're a great entertainer 
No, I'm not. I'm yeah, just you are. I'll, I'll be honest. I 110% missed the staring in American. 110% missed that. That's fucking hilarious. That was, that was literally the best thing I've ever seen. And the, I stopped because I was getting really uh, annoyed and irritated and not happy. So it's like it was just not enjoyable to do that part of it. Felt, felt like I had to force it. Yeah, and I mean, if that's the case, then then it's not. Then you definitely needed a break to, to take yeah. take off of it. But for me, it's like I had all those issues with Facebook. And then, um, you know, but I put so much heart into like my community and everything Which i heard news you may have gotten taken care of let's go yeah yes sir finally after five months um yeah. but it went to pay everything that i've been paying off credit cards for five months I'm sure. so. <laughs> hey, did you know it's all it was good. gonna happen or was it a surprise no surprise. i knew it was supposed to come actually the first week of april and it didn't show up and so I messaged the contact that I've been messaging back and forth. And he's like, uh, you got your stuff in by then. So it should have came. He's like, just wait, just wait. And I was like, okay. So we're into the Waiting. second week of April. Nothing came. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you guys promised me that it was going to happen. And then uh, 420, I got my deposit. Let's go. <laughs> And it was uh, the only thing, it. the only thing they haven't uh, paid out yet. And I guess it's to a lot of people is the um, subscriber bonuses for December, oh. November to December. And then the um, star party bonuses. That's what I'm I still missing. I to make. Hmm. I, I unsubscribed to you. Rude. Not, not, not intentionally. <laughs> Punch him through the screen. So <clears throat> if any... Has anybody had to unsubscribe from somebody? On I have, and I felt so bad, dude. Well, no, I, I felt but, terrible. No, they there's a reason, you. though. They don't. He tell had you. multiple subscriptions, and it doesn't tell you who you're unsubscribing to. Oh, yeah, yeah. you have to I look. At, you have to look like so. You have to go. It's it's to really the annoying. Hub. Mm -hmm. You got to go to the subscriber hub and on your see PC. what if you if you uh, did you subscribe through the telephone to the cell phone. Mm -hmm. So it's like whatever Oof. page 104, 103 pops up in your uh, your Apple. Was it your Apple? Use Apple. The oh, Apple. yeah. Who uses these? Then Apple it's products? in. Then it's in the yeah. Samsung one. Uh, it's yeah, still under like Google page Play something. Store, and it just shows the. It says subscriber. You know, four ninety nine a month. Four ninety nine mm -hmm. a month. Four ninety nine a month. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> and I guess. Well, I hope I you resubscribed. <laughs> I did, but the thing is, I noticed that it didn't like it. At least as of right now, didn't show a break in my time. It, it yeah, won't. it won't if you do it fast enough. It it gives you thirty days to uh, redo it. Yeah, to make sure that you get on the same the same schedule. Well, thank you for resubscribing. <laughs> thank Let's you, go. thank you for your your thirty five dollars for the seven months of your subscription. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Nice. yeah i was in the, i was in the stream the other day when i who was it they put the supporter age yeah. on there and yeah. you're like so oh thank you for your 35 dollars if i'm gonna break it down oh, for man. you i'm not gonna lie i had a i had a mini heart attack when she said thank you for the 35 dollars and i'm like 
it's $35 now. What are you talking about? And I was like, oh, seven months of support. Okay, okay, okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. It's just it's just nice. so funny. I think it's in it, like, like, I'll have my one year subscribers because, oh, my God, I can't believe I've had subs for one year already. They'll come in. And I'm just like, thank you for your year for paying for it was like, like 100 bucks or whatever for the whole year. Yeah, I think it's really uh, funny. I've had debit cards that were tied to other things that were just kind of like these people didn't even do their thing anymore, and it was still paying them. And I'm oh mm-hmm. yeah, like, like through uh, Patreon and stuff like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Support those who are still you know working on their craft. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, um, like I have people who left Facebook completely that have the supporter button still on Facebook, and they're like over on Twitch. I went through all of them and unsubscribed and then if i still like watch them on twitch i went over and subscribed on twitch because okay speaking See, of but twitch, that's fair mm-hmm. i have had so much fun on twitch lately watching some new things uh i sent chris one of the guys that i'm in love with is called the office drummer dude like they have yeah, a, they have such a cool platform but it's like a lot of variety the, it, quality. the thing that's hard is is it's like you built your community for me i built my community on facebook that's where i built everything mm-hmm. to have them transition over to twitch is like pulling fucking nails out of a two by four yep. because uh, they're so stubborn i love my viewers i love you all so very much but they're so stubborn that they don't want to download another app because it's an inconvenience to them Yep. Whether or not I ran into when I was on Twitch. Whether or not they like they say that they, you know, they enjoy watching the streamer, they will not take the extra effort to go on to Twitch. So when I go to Twitch, mm-hmm. I I have like 48 views, 49 views. And it's like, but on Facebook, you know, I have five, six hundred. So now that everything's straight with Facebook, it's like, am I going to spend my time trying to work on Twitch or am I going to keep it on Facebook? So, I mean, Twitch, I'm going to keep kind of like I'm going to keep going back and forth. Um, But then they also take 50 percent of your subs and everybody likes to give subs on Twitch because you get. So the mindset is, is as a person that gives money to the stream on Twitch, you're giving five dollars. Right. So you're getting the most for your buck, right? You're giving the five bucks in the background. Twitch is taking half of that. So like you're giving all the the gifted subs, the five bucks per gifted sub. So you think that you're getting a deal because nobody wants to buy bits on Twitch because the bits are 30 percent less than what you're paying for it. So everybody thinks that they're getting a better deal to you. By sending you um, gifted subs because they're getting more more bang for their buck in reality. Uh, but when the bits, they don't take anything from the bits. The bits is taken from the viewer, not the streamer. So you don't get a percent of the bits taken from you. Hmm. So it's just really funny because like I'll like I think I like I get like nothing in bits on Twitch. It's all gifted subs <laughs> yeah, did you actually did you know that on uh tiktok you have to hit twenty thousand gifts in order to hit one hundred dollars 
What? They, they take one, they take a full 50% of the gifts that you get. So like it's it's one penny equals one gift kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh so like when you send a rose, it's one penny or one coin or one mm-hmm. gift, whatever. Um, but they take 50% of that. So you have to hit 20,000 gifts in order to hit $100. For cash out? That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Did you guys also know that I am now I, I, an epic content creator? So I have my own epic code. Yes, I did see that. Let's go. <laughs> I don't see a nice. lot lately because, you know, I go to bed so early. It's a ruffles with a Z and chips with a Z. That ruffles is my chips. ruffles chips. Ruffles chips is my epic code yes so it can be used crown and i'm gonna be lays (laughs) you can (laughs) you can use it on um anything that you buy in the epic store and then it it, the proceeds go to uh me like i think it's like every ten thousand uh fortnite points that you buy i get five dollars using my code so does that mean you can do fortnite custom lobbies yes i believe so uh will you if enough people are interested yeah Yeah, possibly one night we had about 20 to 30 people interested and we couldn't do it because nobody had enough status you have to have Mm -hmm. status yeah i think i can do that i think that's like yeah you you have to have enough followers so how do you become an epic uh creator so you have to have uh i think 8,000 followers on a social media platform. Is it 8,000 or 5,000? Maybe it's 5,000. I don't know. That's all it takes to make custom lobbies to get that status. Yeah. I qualified for it on Facebook. They approved me. I did all of my paperwork and bada bing, bada boom. Chris is frozen. No, he's not. No, no. He was just really, he was really still. He's like, that's what he bomb. was doing that's what he was doing <laughs> i know i saw that i saw that so uh <laughs> we're coming up towards a hard stop here because we're running out of time are you uh having any interest in joining us for a little red dead online ruffles mm, i don't have it downloaded you know so. it doesn't take long and you don't have to buy the full game you know, they they have it separate so you have a separate online version so is it the um it's just online it's, it's just regular online you do you do all the missions and stuff and there's some live players that won't be like to uh like to be toxic when we find them hmm. <laughs> you don't have to uh, you know, so i'm <laughs> i'm reading how do you become how you're eligible to become an epic game creator first of all the number one thing is are you are at least 13 years old or at least 14 years old if you are a resident of south korea Whoa. Hmm. Interesting. You have to have a thousand followers on at least one of the following eligible. Thousand. Thousand. I thought it was more. Oh. Nope. Uh YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or VK. Uh are capable of accepting the creator agreement, are capable of abiding by our guidelines, and are capable of receiving payment using our designated platform. VK is like Russian payment platform. People who don't currently hyper wallet. <laughs> Yes. Yep. I just had to sign up for Hyper Wallet. Um. 
Ruffles, we're gonna have to schedule this again sometime. Yes, a hundred percent. That was really, it was really, really fun to you guys. It was, it was awesome. It was nice. I was even, I was even happy that Cam was here. It happens sometimes. You know, not Cam, often, not often, Cam, but sometimes. I'm, I'm hard on you, Cam, because people say that I'm hard on you. So I'm just doubling down to make. No, sure I know, and you know what, like. I so the reason that I dis the re, the reason that I got into it is because you know I feel like we don't disagree on very much on this podcast and so I had I felt like that was a perfect opportunity to voice my opinion on this is we like disagree hey, on a lot of things no like, but like but we don't get into it though we don't we don't really get into like disagreements we just go with the flow fine we'll find something well, next fine. week fine oh we will oh baby we will we're going to. So next, so you know, until next time, we'll be back here to do it again, and I would love to have Ruffles back again. Absolutely. Yes, that was so much fun, you guys. I really appreciate it. I have a lot of fun doing these things. I love you guys. We'll uh, we'll see. I love you too, Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Jim. Bye, Chris. Cam gonna give us our good night kiss. I don't know. Is he? Oh God. (laughs) I got you. Hey, it's okay to kiss the homies goodnight, okay, Ruffles? But it's not. It is. It's okay to kiss the homies goodnight. Says who? I feel like I was that was forced upon me. Whoa. I just want to take a second to look at (laughs) it. Oh, I'm fucking coming. Classifies.